G'day friends and welcome to Happy Days. This is your pal Jesse on the mic, thanking each and every single one of you for taking the time to listen to this little podcast. Proudly brought to you by my very own Freak Productions. If you haven't checked out my creative journey, go to www.freekproductions.com. There you can find my comic books, my novels, podcasts, music, videos, the list goes on, man. I keep a busy schedule, but I wear my passion and my heart on my sleeve, and it's what I live for, man. So, yeah, thanks so much to every single one of you that takes the time to listen to the podcast, supports my work, and uh, just supports me in general. I really appreciate all you, all of you, man. You're amazing, every single one of you. You rock. I'll dig it. Now, this show is so much fun to do. I really, really, truly enjoy doing this show for you guys and gals every single week. And I want to keep it going, man. I really do. And it's not about making money, not about getting sponsors or getting popular or any bullshit like that, man. It's about inspiring you guys and gals out there to do and live the best life you can possibly live, right? And I find it it's incredibly achievable uh, by taking a step by listening to this podcast and getting a little happy hop step in your day and getting inspired by these incredible stories and ideas that I get to uh, I get the privilege of hearing and sharing with these amazing individuals week in week out. As you can see, we have an eclectic and diverse range of people that appear on this show week in, week out. People from the film industry, the music industry, the fitness industry, the athletics and sports industry, uh, the arts industry, you name it. The list goes on, right? Hell, I've even had a school principal on here. How cool is that, right? And it does not stop there, man. We're going to keep it going and we're going to have some great guests coming your way, okay? So uh, get ready for some cool stories and some happy days, all right? Happy days, happy days, happy days. Um, Yeah, thanks again for tuning into the show. And this week, I've got a banger of an episode for you. And it, it's funny that we got episode 25, man. This is crazy. Episode 25, season four. And uh, man, I've been dying to get this guy on the show and I am super pumped about this episode. Bryce Maletto is the drummer of Sisters Doll. If you haven't heard of him, check him out. But you very, very strong chance you have heard of him. He's an amazing drummer. He's a very cool dude. I dig him, man. Like I just I really gel with this guy, man, on so many levels. I love these guys. Um I got warm, fuzzy memories of them coming in the Hard Rock Cafe many moons ago and just nerding out the way I nerd out when I go into venues. I just absorb every inch of the the friggin' venue, man. I, I just spend ages meticulously looking at every piece of memorabilia, uh, every component, man. I, I study that shit inside out deeply. And uh, when I saw these guys come in, man, I just went, oh, these guys are so rock and roll. And uh, nicest guys, man. And I couldn't help but just remember them just V-lining for the Kiss memorabilia uh, like the true fans they are. They wear their hearts on their sleeve. 
they wear their influences proudly and they celebrate their heroes and their rock and roll through the power of their music and one of the best stage shows in Australia, man. These guys are the real deal. They're legit. They, uh, man, I, I, I really connect with these guys on many levels and Bryce is such a cool dude, man. I really... Really love what this guy's about, man. I dig his vibe. He's just a super cool guy, well-spoken, ball of fun, man. I, uh, I'd i love to hang out with this guy. He's a, he's a dude, man. He really is. And uh, he's a hell of a drummer, dude. And uh, we share some cool stories like uh, two excited fanboys, man. It's really cool. So uh, the band are doing great things. They've just come back from the USA where they've uh, successfully pulled off a bunch of shows and played with Peter Chris, the cat man. That's right. The cat man of kiss. They, uh, I can't believe they, they associate and affiliate with this guy and he's taken him under his wing and you know, it just it's, it's mind blowing, man. It's mind blowing. And I'm so happy for these guys that they get to tour with their heroes. And uh, man, it's, it's amazing, man. I, I, uh, I'm happy for anyone that gets to live their childhood dreams the way these guys are, man. They're, they're living their best life. They're doing it. And uh, Bryce has an inspiring range of stories to tell. This is a great episode, man. We cover every base in this. We cover the the uh, inception of Sisters Doll, how the formulative years all came together, growing up in WA, living in a rock and roll household, their beloved mum that loves to sing in the car. I'm sure she's a great singer. And uh, dudes that just really live for the moment. They live for their rock and roll. And, uh, you know, Bryce is a hell of a guy, man. And... uh, He's also a bit of an entrepreneur, as you're about to discover. If you haven't already, he is the CEO of his very own clothing label, Cherry Lipstick. Designed the freaking shit himself, and it is dope, man. The, the artwork is awesome. This guy is one talented dude, man. So uh, anyway, I'm going to shut up, man. This intro has gone on long enough. Folks, hit the subscribe button. Give it a solid. Leave a review, man. Even if it's just for this episode, all right? Be the awesome people you are. And uh, show some love for Sisters Doll. And get excited as we delve into the happy days of Bryce Maletto. How you doing? <laughs> good. How you doing, buddy? That's good, man. I'm doing well. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's yeah. so good to talk to you, man. Yeah, you too, bro. <laughs> oh, this is great, man. This is great. I, Finally made it happen. I know, right? It's been it's been a a little bit coming, but here we are, getting it getting it on and and talking and having a good time, man. So thanks so much for taking the time to share your happy days, brother. Anytime, dude. No, thanks for having me on. It's cool. <laughs> I'm stoked, man. Stoked, man. You you must be on a euphoric high at the moment, still, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like literally. We- <laughs> We only just got back. Um, oh, it's been like a couple of weeks. We've been home, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm having withdrawals already. It was, it was hectic are. over there. And, uh, <laughs> feeling. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you, let me ask you real quick, man. When the plane took off and you were like leaving LA, yeah. were, you, were you like, were you like that guy that was just face peeled to the window, just watching the city just disappear behind you? <laughs> that was me. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I, I knew it because that was me too. <laughs> oh my God. The uh, 14, it was like 14 hour trip. Yeah. Um, but I still like I just I was counting down the hours, man. I was like, "Holy shit, oh. just get me there!" And um, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we had we had gigs like lined up and booked in. Like um, mm. as soon as we landed, so it was pretty hectic. Like mm. um, as soon as we landed there, and um, but man, I was yeah on the flight over. I was so keen to just get there and and start making it happen. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I I don't blame you, man. I it's it. You kind of feel like you. I don't know. You're at Disneyland the moment you step foot on LA, man. You just like, you just yeah. lose your mind, right? Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And crazy. you have like sensory overload. And I can just imagine the three of you just all going, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all looked at each other and we, when we landed and we're like, fuck, we're a long way from home. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is so cool. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, what was what was your first um, meal like when you got there? Did you go to like somewhere like like Denny's or somewhere like that for a bite? Yeah, actually, the first. Oh, where did we go for the first? So we landed. Um, we flew out late. Um, mm-hmm. Melbourne at night, and then we um, and then we got there. It was like morning. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. What did we do? We kind of just went and um unloaded all that shit at the hotel, and then we, yeah. Um. Yeah. We we and then we waited for that night, and then we ended up. Um. What did we get? We got. Um. We ended up going to the Rainbow. <laughs> nice. Like, straight we, away. Yeah. Yeah, we did um, that too, man. And um, no, my bad. We actually flew in at night. It was nighttime, so we no went way. to the Rainbow, and that was our first meal. We ended up just yeah. getting a burger each, and um, and some fries, and um, yeah, a drink, dude. and that. Yeah, so it was pretty cool just being amongst it. Um, did you try the In and Out Burger? Oh, uh, I. You know what? That's the one thing we didn't try, and there was In and Out fucking everywhere, and I still man. didn't even try it. No, no, count your blessings, dude, because it goes in and it definitely comes out. Oh, really? Oh, my God, it's intense. It was like that with some of the foods over there, to be honest. Like some of those, yeah, like I noticed, I don't know what they put in their their oil when they're cooking or whatever, but uh... it's probably better (laughs) that you don't know, dude. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Scary thought. Oh, dude. It's, it's, it's like there's so much truth in what they say about America, man. You go there and you weigh one weight and you come back probably five, ten kilos heavier. Yes, just, definitely. And, and it comes out pretty quick. Too. Yeah. Because it's all so cheap. Like all that type yeah. of food is just cheap. So that's what we're living off. Right. You know, yeah. Like yeah. every day it was like yeah. one meal a day and just fucking uh, burgers and fries. and Yeah. yeah. You, you can live on like five bucks a day, man. But it's not like what I consider the, the greatest food to eat. But oh, dude. definitely not. You feel like shit after it. And oh, like, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, we got we got fierce on the hustling uh, just to make sure we had enough money to get 37 cent burritos at Walmart, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was our go-to, man. It was good. So, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, the the Rainbow, dude, how good is that place, right? It's crazy. It's so um, just iconic. Like all the stories that um you you hear that have like mm. gone on there. Mm. Um, just that whole strip. It's just got so much magic about it. Like it just, does like, walking up and down yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, it's changed 
LA has changed drastically over the it years. Has. And yeah. um, it was a bit sad to see, you know, it was a lot of, um, a lot more homeless. Yeah, um, it's, it's shit, man. Yeah, like, and it's, um, man, and because weed's legal now, that's all you smell. You step out off the plane, yeah. it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It, was, it was nice <laughs> to actually come home and get, like, a breath of fresh air in a way. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Man, it's toxic, but yeah. um, I still love the place, though. Oh, <laughs> how can you not, man? Yeah, I, I, I watch a lot of um, vlog videos, like, dudes that do, like, really cool LA, you know, hangouts and movie location stuff. And Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watch, uh, like, Adam the Woo. He's really good. And he did a really good one on uh, locations that are closing down and stuff. And one of them was the Viper Room. And I just, uh, it was so sad to see that. Like, they're still doing gigs, but it's just yeah. sad to see that going down. Yeah, that's what they were saying. They said, shit, this is you, one of the last um, bands to, like, play there because they're tearing it down and shit. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. fuck, lucky we got to play it before um, they so knock it down. you played the Viper Room? Yeah, we played there twice. Yeah. We- yeah, we got to sneak in there, which was cool. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, because that's another place so iconic. Mm. Um, but I can't believe they're tearing it down. That was a cool place. Yeah, I, there's a part of me that, that hopes some miracle happens and it doesn't eventuate. But uh, yeah, no, oh, man, progress happens, right? Unfortunately. So I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. As long as they don't tear down the whiskey. Oh, all my is God. Well. Yeah, that would be a sad day if they do. Yeah. Surely not, though. Man, oh, man, that's so iconic. I yeah. know, right? Sorry, sorry to you know rattle your brains about America, but uh, it's no, it's, that's uh, cool, dude. It's just yeah, like it's just nice to talk to someone that that's equally on the level of excitement about this place. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, I know, same goes because it's right. It's, it's exciting to talk about, and um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, let's nerd it's so out, dude. Yeah, yeah, but like. Man, I, I um I was so happy for you guys when I found out that you were playing not one but two shows at the Whiskey Go Go. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like for Thanks. me, I know, yeah, no, I'm proud of you guys, man. Because when when we did it, it was like for you know it was like I won't go into the story, but it was a it was a Rocky Balboa moment, man. Like we, oh we, yeah. yeah, we basically <laughs> threw down and and just told the promoter get, to go suck a fat one, and we're <laughs> we're walking and booking yeah. our own tour. Unless you sort this shit out, and he goes, "No, no, no, I'll put you on a bill at the whiskey, man." And okay, cool. So yeah, we we did that, and it was oh, that's sick. But man, the whiskey, dude, gracing the stage, hey, it's like as you know, playing there, it's um, it's just such a cool feeling. Like you got all these emotions running through your head Mm, mm. because um, because obviously performing is so natural. But yeah. um, you have to stop and think for a second. Um, Mm. you're like, "Fuck, I'm playing the whiskey," and um. Mm. Yeah, it's a cool feeling. <laughs> See, because I know firsthand you guys, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're alike in many ways in the sense of you you guys nerd out hard when you go into a venue. Um, I've, oh, seen, I've, seen you, I've seen you firsthand when you came to the Hard Rock Cafe and Surfers once upon a time, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just watched and admired you guys with a big grin on my face like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get it. You guys were like beeline to the, the Kiss memorabilia and you just – really having a good time with that and i'm i'm just oh for sure man. i got i got i got visions in my head of you just just <laughs> glued to the every centimeter of the whiskey going wow okay yeah. this, is, this is cool this is cool like uh, sitting 100%. in the dressing rooms yeah 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 we're up there in the in the dressing rooms and shit and um mm. and the, all the yeah all the pictures on the wall and that so fucking 
Isn't it yeah. just? I remember yeah. turning to my drummer at one point in the dressing room and just going, somewhere in this room, Guns N' Roses sat. Yeah. Charles Manson <laughs> sat. Yep. Fucking crew sat. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the list goes on. Um, yeah. So crazy. Right. Um, even at the, um, when we're at the rainbow and we're just kind of we're like, fuck, where do we sit? And then we sat mm. there and then I asked a chick over the bar and I'm like, where did Motley Crue and, you know, Guns N' Roses and shit? <laughs> yes. just sit and she's like, you're sitting in it. And I'm like, yo, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. You know, it's funny when I was at the Rainbow, um, fucking sitting across from me, I, I just kind of fanboyed a bit, but I had to yeah. just shut the fuck up. Carmine Apichi was sitting across. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I was just like going... Oh my fucking god! It's come on, PG, and I, I just wanted to walk over and go. I just want to just tell you your rule and just walk away, but I couldn't even do that. I was just yeah, like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you have any? Uh, obviously, uh, the Catman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you like? I know you've had experiences before, but did you yeah. still kind of get a bit little giddy? Oh, definitely. We um, who does see who actually um is ended up being a good friend of mine now um. Never met in person, but we kind of um saw each other's posts and shit on mm-hmm. Instagram and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he rolled up to the rainbow, so that was pretty cool. The drummer of um Black Veil Brides, um, CC. Oh, Christian, yeah, man, I'm, I'm Christian Coma, yeah, yeah, he's rad, dude. Yeah, yeah and we toured think... together, and he's rad. Oh, fuck yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, um, man, he's a rad dude. I never met him before, and I was like, um. Yeah, growing up, just playing drums and stuff. He was a yeah huge influence of mine. So I was like, seeing him, mm. I was a little bit, oh, fuck, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a super cool dude, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who else? Um, uh, Ace Freely a little bit, because I've never really oh, met him before. So that was pretty not? cool. Um, Vinnie Vincent was kind of in our um, aura as well. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, so him, um, yeah that's cool. Who else did we see? A handful of, oh, yeah, we're chilling at a bar and... um. What's his name? Um, Chris Jericho. He was hanging out, having a drink after the. And I'm like, oh, dude, oh. I was like, I was a fan of him, like, you know, for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walls of Jericho and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was cool just hanging out with all these, um, all these people. It was, it was mental. Yeah. Man, that's exciting. I mean, fuck, I, I could just do this whole episode just talking about LA with you, man. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we might not have anyone listening at that point. Everyone will be like, uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but dude, like, let me ask you, like, how, how did it, like the reception for you guys as an Australian band, um, you know, you know, when people sort of started putting two and two together, you guys were Australian, like, how, how was that vibe for you guys? Oh, the vibe, to be honest, was it was huge. Like as mm. soon as we we um pulled up and you know, we they do the whole thing, you gotta sell tickets and everything at the uh, Yeah. So we yeah. went up and down yeah. the strip and we went to the rainbow and we're kinda trying to say, Yo, we're from Australia, like sell a few tickets and yeah. that. But we yeah, we pulled up to the first gig, um and it was huge. After we played and everything, everyone was like, Whoa, this is kinda cool. Mm-hmm. And some people um actually traveled from different areas of America to come see us, and we're like, "Holy awesome. shit, this is, awesome. this is insane!" And yeah. um, so there was a few fans and that kind of thing, but there was yeah, definitely a new crowd, and everyone the reception was cool. Like everyone yep. was like, "Fuck, this is awesome!" And um, yeah. and then they kind of go, "Oh, where are you playing next?" Blah blah blah. So it started snowballing. Um, mm. you could definitely see if if we move there and if you live there. It mm-hmm. could just keep growing. Absolutely. Um, 
light. So I, I guess that was cool. But yeah, and then they're like, oh, fuck, you're from Australia. Holy shit. And mm. um, yeah, no, nah, it was awesome, man. It was such a good vibe. Oh, man, um, I'm so happy for you, man. That's so cool. Thanks, dude. It was um, it was really cool. Like the whole trip um, was just was just amazing. And we've kind of built a bit of a foundation there now. So it's cool good. to be able to keep touring and going back. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... No, I think I think I think you're in good stead to do something like that. Like you've you've definitely planted the seeds and laid the yeah. foundations to do more in the future. So yeah, I, I I'm yeah I'm in agreement with you, man. I I'd be like, dude, you're crazy if you don't do it. So yeah, yeah good yeah. on you, man. That's no, awesome, man. You. Yeah, dude, that's great. Um, and and uh, did you learn the art of hustling pretty good? Like you you were saying you had to sell tickets and that. What about merchandise? Where you're like really learning how to just pump pump your merch out there milk it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if it meant we had to give away a few things or um, absolutely but, but yeah that was a cool thing we noticed about america like we sold a lot of merch we took over um yeah a heap of even vinyl like everyone was mm-hmm. like fuck your vinyl good, and, uh, good. we took over heap of, heaps of shit so and we sold a lot of it especially at like the creatures fest at the end of the tour yep. um we sold a lot um a lot of people, yeah, like Americans and that, they love, I think, the merchandise and that sort of shit too, um, I noticed over there. Mm. Um, like Australia, they, they love it too, but I feel like over there, they're just kind of, um, yeah, they want to be a part of it. They're like, shit, I yeah. want to buy something, I want to yeah. buy merch. And, yeah. yeah, it's um, kind of next level over there. It is, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man, that's exciting, man. That's really cool. Yeah. No, thanks for answering that. Um, Dude, like it's really exciting for you guys because you've sort of your timing couldn't be more perfect because things are, if they say the word normal, I guess the word normal is coming to into play with the world we live in again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that really exists, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, after the madness (laughs) of the last couple of years and it's good to see you guys, you know, you haven't really sort of lost a beat. You've kind of, kept the trajectory going you're pumping the music you're doing the show yeah and, and, and yeah we're really yeah. trying to like it was obviously hard over the um when COVID hit it was like holy shit like yeah what the fuck do we do and um it was honestly probably one of the best things for us though because we um we're writing new music but um mm. you know when you're touring and you're performing and stuff you kind of run out of time to sit down and go let's really work on the on the songs and some yeah. new music and That's um great. so over that over that period of the two years we um tried to do some live streams and shit like that online yeah um yeah. apart from that we um ended up writing like uh over 40 songs or something Damn. we ended up like just legit like had a structure for all these songs and then yeah. we de- and then we demoed them all and yeah. um we got talking with a producer and um so yeah, this that's why we're so keen to get new music out. We've been in the studio and uh, recording, and in, yeah, we've been some talks. photos in it. Yeah, yeah, and we've been in talks with the producer for oh, it's been like yeah, three years or something since mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> since right. we wanted to um, record some new stuff, but um, yeah, it's exciting. It's good. The world's finally coming back to normal, and um, and yeah, hopefully it stays this way now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Dude. Yeah, so, yeah. But um, yeah. Like here in Australia, like I, I'm gonna start 
heading backwards a little bit, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because uh, you guys are, yeah, you got a very fascinating story. Um, and I know we've sort of started off on an exciting foot and could probably keep going that way. <laughs> we <Yeah>. probably will. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> man, like you guys, um, you guys, uh, what impresses me about you guys is how tight you guys are. Like, not just oh, musically. Thanks, yeah, but, but, but like, not just musically, but also like your camaraderie. You guys like you have a, a chemistry together that's yeah, just really powerful, and, and it's it's kind of a refreshing thing to see in music today. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Um, mm. I guess that that just comes from um, I guess being um, being brothers and um, well that being, yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a support of um family. I guess hum- mm. humble background. Um, yeah. And I guess we just kind of, yeah, growing up, um, we all had that same vision of like what we wanted to do. Yeah. And um, we just went full steam ahead. Hey, wherever, whatever it meant. Like, um, so cool. and we grew up in WA, like a small country town. There wasn't a hell of a lot to do there, you know, unless you, you want the simple life, yeah. which, which is cool. But um, we always thought outside of the box. And so we decided to move to Melbourne. And um, over the eight years, it's just been growing. And um and we always thought too like if if we live in Melbourne or Sydney or somewhere over here on the east coast it's it's quicker to travel places and yeah definitely yeah. the chances are um a higher um, beautiful place over there but it's um yeah. it's it's just even more far behind for, the ball I guess <laughs> yeah for a band it's it's tough and and I I remember touring there and. and people the locals saying to me yeah wa stands for wait a while and it's like yeah oh, so yeah. we're talking about dude. yeah so, sure. yeah <laughs> but um no i think i think the transition to melbourne is a smart move and would have been yeah. great for you your careers like just just in in terms of playing gigs and on regular and establishing yourselves yeah mm. and we i mean i've played with other um bands and i've played in some tribute acts and shit like that too but yeah. like I don't know. When I come back to playing with my bros, it's it's um yeah, like you said, the tight camaraderie. Like we've just mm. yeah, it's something spe- very special about it. You know, getting on with brothers. Um, yeah, you're just all on the same same page and the same sort of thing. Um, That's awesome. I couldn't imagine playing with anyone else. You know, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's really cool, man. Because you guys like I, I like th- that you brought that up because it. it I, I don't know, for some reason, I just thought of the, the boomerang theory, you know, you just throw the boomerang and it always comes back, you know, and yeah. I, yeah. it's it's kind of like you go out there and you spread your wings and you play some music with, you know, other like-minded souls and then you come back to, to home and, to yeah. where, you know, where the love's at and, and yeah. it feels good, right? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been asked to play in a handful of bands and things like oh, that I before, um, yeah. but I, um, yeah, I've always turned it down because I've always just seen the, you know, it's. I love that whole idea of being in the one band and just striving for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one thing. But, yeah, it's um, a good thing, man. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Focus your energies in one area. Um. Sure. So, so okay. So let, let's time warp a little bit, man. Like, so growing up, man. Um. The, the I don't know, like, how 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 did you go growing up? Like, was it a very musical household you guys grew up in? Yeah, it was a musical, um, musical family. Um, our old man, he um, used to play in bands growing up. Um, awesome. He even, he even did some original stuff and he played drums. So there was always a um, drum kit in the house. That's, uh, that's so cool. 
so we always just grew up loving music. He'd always have Kiss playing um, and Van Halen and even Motley Crue. And um, we just grew up loving it, you know. Um, oh, it all stems from Kiss, I think, though. Like, we saw them as, like, our superheroes as kids. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah go I don't blame school, you. Go to school, every other kid, like... Uh, you know, they love Batman, love Superman and that. And we're like, yeah. Kiss was, that was our, like... Um, that were your superheroes. That were yeah. our superheroes. That's so cool. And, um, yeah, we used to just, you know, make the cardboard guitars and dress up as Kiss. And, and then we're like, we got to that age where we're like, oh, fuck, we could, you know, could give this a crack one day. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, yeah, as time went on, we, yeah, we decided to. But, um, but yeah, it all just comes from, yeah, just loving music. And That's it's so always cool. been a part of our lives. Yeah. Were the parents a bit instrumental in the formative years of, of the band? Like, you know, were they giving you a bit of a nudge going, okay, so honey, you're going to be the singer and, <laughs> and, and Bryce, you're going to be playing the drums. No, no, put that bass guitar down. <laughs> was there a bit of that going on? It was pretty funny. Um, so Brennan, um, so the singer, he um, used to play drums in a band before we right. even started. Yeah. Um, not many people know that. He used to play drums and he... Um, but he always had like I remember when he used to play and perform. Everyone used to say, "Oh, you should go see the this band. They're so good." The drummers, like, you know, he was always like a showy drummer. So like, I think he was always born to be the front man. Yeah, and right. then um... <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah, but all like I used to follow them around, like, and yeah. they used to go record like an EP and shit like that. And I was just always amongst it. And I was like, "Fuck, I want to be in a band one day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mm-hmm. my dream." Um, and I was always playing drums and jamming yeah. and that kind of thing and um and then yeah the time come to be like you know let's do this as bros and um brennan always wanted to be at the front so i jumped obviously just went straight to drums because that's what i've been playing and um ozzy we kind of threw him on the bass like he was like oh, yeah we like fuck and then um but then he grew to love it and he got really good at it and now he plays electric guitar so it's um, i saw that that yeah. that, vi- that sick video you sent me dude he was like yeah he was holding it on the guitar man it was good yeah i <laughs> was good i was impressed man i was, <laughs> I was like damn um Man, that that's cool. So there wasn't any yeah. uh, kind of sibling rivalry of sorts when you was were you know getting getting down to starting out as, as a band like. Uh, <laughs> no, bro, de- yeah, know, like definitely not. Yeah, like Brennan wasn't. Uh, oh, sorry, man. Brennan wasn't like going. Oh no, no, I play drums better than that. Or, or, oh, yeah. um, nothing like that. It was it was all pretty cool. <laughs> no, it was all pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but no, that's funny sorry, said that. sorry, Brennan. <laughs> yeah, it's a fu- no, it's a fucking funny story. Um, yeah yeah shit that's, that's so cool man that's yeah so cool. um man so uh the, the the early songwriting process for you guys like um was it a like was it a brotherly thing is we're just writing songs together or, or did it come from just playing the music you loved and jamming those those songs like kiss and motley crew and all that and then just sort of start putting two and two together and going hey we can write our own songs yeah, I guess that's how it started. Like, we started mm. playing cover shows um, just to make a bit of money and kind of get mm-hmm. out there and start jamming um, just around our local town. Awesome. And then, um, yeah, throughout that, yeah, my brother and his old band, he had some songs that he, um, he, he'd he been writing underground and he kind of saved them. He was not going to show the guys. I'll save it for, you know, with my brothers. And um, yeah. so he'd been writing a lot of music, um, so then we took him to the test and we were jamming and 
we got them sounding pretty tight. There were three songs we learnt, and then um, and then we started entering um band competitions like in our local town. Nice, yeah. And um, and then we did the first one, and we ended up um winning, and it was like holy shit, we won like the first one, <laughs> and then we got to go record this um EP. So we tracked yeah. them three songs, um. And then, yeah, and then we started entering more comps and that sort of thing. And then we're like, holy shit. And um, just learning about songwriting and that kind of thing growing up. My yeah. brother, um, yeah, so Brennan, he obviously wrote in the earlier days, like mainly everything. Yeah. And um, as we've gotten older, we've all kind of contributed to everything. Um, and yeah, we all collaborative like write together but brennan yeah he, he's always been the one to write the lyrics and that kind of thing yeah cool. Um, but yeah that's awesome yeah, man. Um, that's really cool i like that yeah <laughs> and and obviously you have a lot of fun together and there's yeah obviously there's always going to be creative differences from time to time but you, you oh, guys sure. you know the power of brotherly love man you, you guys seem to be able to smooth it out pretty quick right definitely yeah it always shines through which is cool um, I mean, it's okay. Thanks. You can tell you can tell me no one's listening. Just um, just quietly, <laughs> just go throw down out the back, and you know. Oh man, we have our we definitely have our moments for sure. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> like throw the drum kit over and go, damn you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Symbols flying everywhere. Oh, dude, that's, that's brutal. I love Crazy. it. Crazy. <laughs> definitely that's have sick. our moments. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> Man, that's an that's an interesting take, man. So you, you obviously started on a pretty damn cool path. You're playing covers, you're winning band comps, you're really finding your path. You, yeah. You're going, damn, you know, we're pretty good at this, man. And uh, yeah. yeah. There was and something you, special, hey, like from the get Yeah. Like as soon as we got on stage and even I had some mates, like local high school mates, they'd come watch and be like, mm-hmm. You know, it was it was so new to them to be like, "Whoa, Bryce is playing drums in a band now!" And then they'd yeah. come watch, and even they they were like, "Fuck, you've got something special. You're yeah. cool." And um, yeah. I don't know, there was just something ever since day one. It just something clicked, you know. That's um, awesome. Yeah. What what's um <laughs> what's interesting also is that you've uh, you've really evolved, um, like yeah, you've become more and more visual as a band for sure. Um, which I'm a huge fan of, huge fan, and like. I, I guess like when you were getting in those through those early years and stuff, you know, n- nutting out the, you know, the kinks and in yeah. the songs and all that, was it, was it a, um, important to you guys to really get the show going? Um, or did you just sort of focus on the music, get the songs right and then start building the show? Um, I think in the early days, we <clears throat> we were all about trying to sound tight and sound as good as we could. Um, so it's always been about the music. We've always said that. Like, um, yeah, it's always like um, you can have the best show in the world, but if you don't sound good, it's um, it's a it's wasted. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, I suppose through the early days, it was always about the music. But we always tried to, you know, put on a show whether we're you know, obviously in the early days, we didn't have all the shit we have now, like the um, spinning drums or the pyrotechnics and shit like that. Oh, um, look, I thought that was always with you guys, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we were like, oh, we, you know, so we'd jump around more. I'd stand on the drum stool. Like we'd do all different kinds mm. of crazy shit. Like in all the yeah. band comps, we'd um, jump around and... um. 
and Brennan used to be a dancer, so he'd be doing the David no Lee Roth thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so we... Yeah, we try and throw everything into the show, especially with the way we looked um, yeah. and tried to look different than ever, anyone else kind of thing and through our influences that kind of shown a bit. And um, <laughs> Bro, yeah. you guys, you know, the thing is, it's like, I, man, I, one of the things I loathe about, about people in, and I, I don't mean to sort of go a little bit dark here, but I hate yeah. when people start getting opinionative and say oh you know you you're like so and so or you sound oh, like so and so you look like so i go yeah but you know what i would rather look and sound like my favorite my heroes than yeah. look and sound like 20 million other of the same boring fucking band well yeah you know? exactly like and it's not like you try and um copy them you know you just take a Fuck piece no. you take right. a piece of um of your idol everyone has ins- inspiration in an idol. absolutely even yeah. talking with peter chris he'd tell me some of his influences and um he'd say oh yeah i did this because of this guy and i did this and he's you know like that's everyone, so cool. and that's a dude at his level so like everyone takes a piece of something from someone they're inspired by um yeah you gotta I be love- inspired i think for sure yeah, I love the fact that he respects you guys so much and just shows you guys so much love. That that must be the oh, you know, one okay. of the best best compliments for you that you must feel as a band and brothers, right? Oh, it's insane! Like I just yeah, that's that's a similar thing. Like when he came over and we played with him and um, yeah, something clicked and um and yeah, and then for him to fly us out and it's it's yeah, it's insane and and um. Yeah, truly blessed. Did, yeah. did he did he give you a couple little uh, little tricks of the trade behind the kit? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. heap of stuff. Oh my god, yeah. he's um, he knows some yeah some some stuff. <laughs> he does, man. He does. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. Oh man, I, yeah, I keep saying, man, I'm so happy for you guys. It's freaking awesome, man. No, um, thanks, dude. Yeah, but the thing is, is like my my point is is like you guys proudly wear your influences. And you're not shy to show it off. And it's all yeah. part of the package. I, I couldn't imagine you guys doing anything less than what you do. And it's yeah. electrifying, dude. It really is. Nah, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nah, it's, it's, it, I think it's just a step above, you know, if you, if you go yeah, that absolutely. mile, if you go that extra mile, I think it, uh, yeah, it definitely mm. shows, you know. Absolutely. Uh-huh. What about, um, you know your your drum kit is is a impressive feat of, <laughs> of awesomeness and and you you go as far as putting on your own little drum solo and yeah I, I watch I watch drum solo videos and they're great dude it's like <laughs> thanks it's man. Fun, man and I'm how how did the guys react when you said okay guys I'm gonna do a drum solo That's yeah be fucking sick it was like I think the first time I did. Like it might have been like 2013, mm-hmm. far back. Yeah, and um, and I didn't even know at this point because I mean, obviously, Tommy Lee is a huge inspiration of mine. And in his solo, he has like the dub. Tommy who? Tommy Lee. He's a drummer, right? Yeah, drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I yeah, knew I you were pulling my leg there. No, I know, man. <laughs> We've only he, been uh, about him. <laughs> he um, you know, in his solo, he's got all the dubstep and shit. But I didn't yes. even I wasn't I wasn't real into him back then. I was like mm. but I, I loved the whole influence of having like 
um, I call it turning the yeah the the rock venue into a um a DJ club for the night that's because it. because we're from WA, you know that's you know unless you go to a club or something that's all people mm. love and yeah I don't know I feel like every time we do a gig or something everyone would love it but it was like especially in WA it was just harder unless you're playing covers yeah. or you're doing something so I'd throw that in and yeah and people would get into it and that's awesome and it, and then it kind of evolved to this spinning revolving uh drum kit now and it's uh it's hectic <laughs> yeah that's cool are, are you feeling the, the pressure now to sort of go okay this is cool what's yeah. next <laughs> what the fuck am i gonna do next <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's exactly where i'm at i'm like uh, oh, how do you top that i don't know Oh look, um, I think I think you're doing pretty good, man. So uh, thanks, yeah. dude. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll figure it out, man. But it's it's um it's it all adds to the spectacle of the show. And as you say, um, Brennan, he's just such a natural performer. If he's dancing and everything, and yeah, you can see you can see he just you know you see it in all three of you guys. You just wear your influences so proudly on your sleeves, and just it just. Uh, I don't know. It just all comes to the forefront in this beautiful rock and roll mix, and um, oh, you can't thanks. help but smile, man. That's great. Nah, cheers. I appreciate it. Hey, mm, yeah, it's nice. Cool. It's, it's good. So, um, like making making film clips and stuff. How, how was that process for you guys? Like, uh, I remember your strut film clip was pretty cool, and you had looked like you guys had a bit of fun with that. Was, yeah, was there, we yeah. um. It's kind of uh. Every time we do something. This has been from um, day one, um, like with the Dollhouse concept and that. We always wanted to be one of them bands, um, like I don't know, Alice Cooper, yeah, Kiss, all the all that influences yeah. um, that have, you know, they have storytelling music videos of yeah. like, a, um, and when you kind of watch them, you're like, what does that mean? And you, yeah, and um, so since the start, we're like, you know, when we do the video, let's let's really tell a story and and um make it crazy and make our own little world. Um, so every time we do a clip, we always like to have that aspect, like tell, telling a story, yeah. I guess. So then it really, the vibe of the song um, <clears throat> gets out, I guess. Like we just shot our new one um, and we can't wait to release that. It's really cool. And that's a similar thing of I'm saying is um, mm -hmm. like a storytelling clip that, um, that yeah, people can relate to and take it which way they they want really after watching it yeah that, that's so. the beautiful thing about music and visuals man it's it can be very subjective and it's open yeah. to interpretation and um, yeah for sure i love that yeah that's really cool um, yeah yeah awesome man that's exciting man and um obviously yeah you guys had an interesting moment in the media um not too long ago i, I don't know a few years back or something yeah when you were on that, uh, I think the one hundred. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the one hundred. Yeah. How the like? I, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but I mean, not yeah. on this show, you haven't. So, um, how how was that experience for you guys? Like, did, whose crazy idea was it? Hey, let's go on TV. Yeah. Um. So we got asked. So we'd been living in Melbourne for like, um, I think it was like two years, and then yeah. we'd been like we did that many shows we just were playing like every weekend and yeah. we um like up and down the east coast and and then um someone we knew in the tv world um like a friend said holy shit um you guys should try it for australia's got talent 
and we're like, no, nah, not not fucking TV show. <laughs> we don't want to be sellouts, you know. Like yeah, yeah. And then she goes, um, she goes, oh, Kelly Osborne's going to be the judge. And we're like, oh, fuck, Kelly Osborne, holy shit, that could be cool. Yeah. And then we um went on the show and we did really well. We got to perform four times, and awesome. um, and then we did that whole thing, and then that snowballed to this, yeah, that all together now show, the one hundred, and um, wow. <laughs> They were like, oh, yeah, we saw he's on Australia's Got Talent. You just have a cool look and stuff. And then they were like, do you just want to be judges yourselves? And we're like, uh, and they are like, but there's going to be like 97 other judges too. And we're like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> but, but you guys stood out, man. Yeah, we got some pretty good airtime. It was not too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was all right. Um, yeah, no, there were some cool moments. But I, th- I think the, the payoff of that is like uh, – I wouldn't call it sellout or anything. I think if, if anything, it just adds to the flavor of what you guys do in your, in your aesthetic of the, the show, the, yeah, the overall sure. package, like yep. the dollhouse. Um, did you find it was, um, I don't know, would, did it solidify that, 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 that process of creating that following of the dollhouse, the concept and all that? Like, um, yeah, I, I guess so. Like, well, it was, um, because we'd been, we just didn't want people to think like, "Holy shit, you yeah, you um, you kind of started because we went on TV and that." Yeah. Kind of, we didn't want people to think that because we'd been playing for oh, six ages, yeah, yeah, like six years up until that point. Mm. And um, from t- the transition from WA to Melbourne, we've been gigging a lot, and um, and then we jumped straight onto TV. But I, uh, I suppose you know, playing at the um, the where was it? Where did we play in? In Melbourne, Her Majesty's Theatre. Oh, that was uh, that was that that was better than playing at a shitty little pub. So Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's what we weighed it down to. Yeah. We're like, oh fuck it, this is cool, and and they flew us around the country, and um, and it was fun. But no, it, it definitely it helped grow our fan base for sure. Like, um, so that was really cool. We we mm. saw the benefit of it. Um. And yeah, there was a few people that were like, "Oh, you guys, what he's doing?" and blah blah blah. And we're like, "Ah, oh, you know, like, um, I think if anyone else got asked, they'd jump at it too." Oh, absolutely, uh, man! Like, yeah, I, I love it when people say, "Oh, I wouldn't do that," but yeah, they would. They would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, good on you for doing it, man. Because I mean, it did, it definitely like yeah, yeah. It, it, it probably I wouldn't say made things a heck of a lot easier, but it certainly helped you guys sort of. It gave you guys a platform to build from and yeah, build that fan base definitely. and nurture it more, you know. So that's yeah, good. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Um Yeah, and, and like um more recently too, you guys dipped back into your, your, your covers roots and um did a, a series of uh kiss tribute shows as well. Yeah, like, we did. It was um the first thing out of um First thing out of lockdown, so out of like right. the two year thing. Oh, I was actually after the first lockdown or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we signed on with Silverback Touring, and and he thought, fuck, it could be a cool idea. Why don't you guys do like an eighties Kiss set? Fuck yeah! And then uh, straight Jordan's away, Jordan's a rad dude, man. It's, it's funny, um, funny though. Cause straight away, um, we kind of um, it was me and Ozzy. We're like, mm. ah, we said, nah, I don't really want to do it because it's like that puts us in that cover. Yeah. Uh, I use her a tribute band, you know yeah. what I mean? And we, we really didn't want to do it at first. And then, uh, but Danny saw the potential and said, nah, you guys would fucking kill it. You'll grow fans. Tell them you're an original band, blah, blah, blah. It's all mm. kind of, 
it's all going to be great. And, um, and then Brendan saw it too. He was like, nah, it could be really cool. So then we did it and, um, no, nah, it's been fucking great. Like we, we see the benefit of that too. Like, um, it's just, it all just ties together. Like, yeah. Um, and the fact that you guys do like, you know, like there's a lot of kiss tributes around obviously doing all the, you know, the, yeah, the makeup shit. shit. Yeah. But you guys are playing the eighties kiss, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Animalize and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cool. That's the first thing I said, actually. I said, oh, I'm not getting up there in fucking like makeup and I'm not doing that. I just think it looks a bit whack. I'm like, nah, mm. we got to, we got to stay true to who we are. So, um, it's, it's Good a cool, move. it's a cool dynamic. It's, as though playing kiss and um yeah and um i feel like we can um because we play with a few members and that it kind of it fits in the whole piece so it's it's cool um we got one coming up actually um in I Melbourne. That. yeah that yeah exciting. it should be fun loud fest that yeah fun dude you guys are gonna tear <laughs> the roof off man that video <laughs> you sent me of uh creatures of the night man i was just like Damn! Oh uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, was, I was loving that. That was good, man. Oh, uh, sick. Yeah. Um, bro, I, I just want to veer off topic a little bit, and yeah, uh, I hope we're doing okay for time here. But um, you you also a bit of an entrepreneur yourself. Yeah. Uh, cherry lipstick. I yeah. Um, I'm digging the designs and stuff, dude. Thanks, and, man. I gotta send yeah. you a shirt when I get some more. Um, when I get some more shit done, I'll send you something. Oh, dude, no, cool. please, I'm happy to support, man. But, um, bro, like, uh, how did how did that all come about for you, man? Was it like an idea you'd thought about for some time, or? Yeah, well, I used to um <clears throat> draw. I was just right into anime, like growing up, like Yu Gi Oh, Stop it. Pokemon, and fucking all this. <laughs> get out of here. So um drawing in in high school and that kind of thing and I drew this one character obviously the dude that's um, yeah yeah that fronts the brand today yeah and he um with the spiky hair and uh and then um I it was my first tattoo um I got it for my first tattoo and I said I'm gonna do something with this one day and then yeah. one day I was like fuck it I just committed and I was like why don't I put this on a shirt and see how it goes and then um. I started doing hoodies and then I started doing tracky pants and now I'm onto hats and I'm doing yeah. everything now. Yeah, um, which it. is really cool. It's like my side hustle. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's good, man. It's 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 really good. Like, I mean, thanks, man. Clothing, you know, clothing labels are, you know, it's a thing today, man. It's all the rage, and uh, definitely. You know, and I love the fact that you've got a you know this cool design and it's your design. I. Yeah, Man, I've got so my respect for you has just fucking gone through the roof now because I, <laughs> I was I was gonna ask you, oh, who designed the the cool little character? Uh, <laughs> dude, what? Yeah, I literally <laughs> I met my mate as soon as I brought it out. So I used to draw. I was like year ten or something. Mm, he used to be. He was supporting me a lot. He was like, "Fuck yeah, that's cool." And I was like, "Is he yeah. gonna be my clothing label one day?" Um, so shout out to John if he's listening. He. Was, <laughs> he was like by my side he was like fuck you gotta do this one day and then, that is so cool um but yeah it's pretty sick it's um and then i ended up sending some fan mail um of it mm. to um to tommy lee and Are uh, you fucking dude i was gonna ask you about that because i saw yeah. the photo and i went oh that's nice that's <laughs> yeah real? and and um so i sent him some shit and then i was i was repl- like writing to him and yeah, um, yeah. and what's her name Brittany. And I was like, um, 
yo, did you get the fan mail, blah, blah, blah. And then she replied. She's like, hey, Bryce, yeah, he loves the shirts. And I'm like, oh, fucking no way. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And then, and then the paparazzi got him. He, was, he, he decided to wear it one day. And I'm like, get fucked. And I was just like, how fucking cool is that? Man, like that is just, I don't even know where to take the label now after hitting, uh, hitting that. Because I'm like, I don't think it can get as good as that <laughs> in my it's like eyes. Cherry lipstick has worn by Tommy Lee. Yeah, legit, and I've yeah. seen stuff to um like Peter Chris wears it. Cool. Um, who else? Bruce was wearing it the other day. Like cool. I just, <laughs> it's a cool little side hustle thing that I just um, yeah, it's so cool to see like yeah your idols and shit wearing it. Um, absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to get that kind of gratitude for you know a labor of love. Um, yeah, 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 that's really cool, man. I lo- I love that. You- you're into the anime and stuff. That's super cool, man. That's yeah, really that's cool. How it, you can probably you can probably see how it kind of um grew from that now. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can now, and that's freaking rad, man. That's Thanks, so cool. man. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. <laughs> that's sure. awesome. So, um, I won't hold you up too much longer, dude. Um, that's all good. Fuck, I could talk to you for ages, man. Yeah, but like, <laughs> dude, um, what about like you've got some dates coming up with. I, I, I had to look twice. I saw you guys have got some dates coming up with Crash Diet. Yeah, we do. Um, Holy shit this, balls. Yeah, this this tour has been, um, it's I think it's been booked since oh, 2019 or something. Um, yeah. It's, it was locked in. Um, and then it wasn't going to happen, and it was. And now it's finally happening, and we're the, um, it's just us and Crash Diet, like we're the, main congrats, man. Are like support act so that's pretty cool yeah no congratulations that's awesome thanks man i can't wait to go out on tour with them um we played with them before um a couple of times yep and uh it's gonna be cool yeah. that's awesome man i i love there's a lot of cool rock and roll cup that comes out of that part of the universe man and it's it Definitely. just rocks so hard dude so, yeah so um uh with like bands like crash diet and that like um do you how do you like rate you know bands like those guys you know in comparison to like some of your your more favorable american bands or um um, yeah shit um i don't know they're they're cool as soon as i started hearing them like all them bands like crash diet um reckless love even santa cruz when they had the original members yeah um, yeah and all them sort of bands coming out of the woodwork. So I was like, mm. fuck yeah, like these, it's, it was sick. Like just yeah. fell in love with them. And it was awesome to see him doing, um, cause in the early, um, days of recording and us in the band, that's who we're listening to all them guys, that's and, so cool. um, as well as all our other influences, but, um, loved them since day one. Yeah. Or like big fans. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah. I do have to ask you now, You've talked about some really cool heroes. Yeah. I'd like to know about some heroes more closer to home. Um, you've mentioned your dad, and he sounds like yeah. a friggin' big-ass <laughs> hero, dude, like a superhero, man. Uh, yeah. And, and, and does your mum hold a musical note? Um, She doesn't, actually. She, sing, she likes singing in the car, though, and she she loves oh, her music good. and stuff as well. Yeah, but, uh, cool, cool. But, yeah, it's mainly – um, I think we mainly got the – the big passion from from dad as well like he's just playing in bands and uh oh, your dad rules man yeah <laughs> all that's the kiss so cool. merch in the house and yeah that's crazy oh 
dad of the year. What, what about cool. like a, yeah, what about like Australian bands? Were there any Australian bands growing up that really sort of tickled your fancy that your dad's like, check these guys out, check these guys out? <laughs> um, oh, not really, I guess. Like, I, he'd, he'd tell us like, I suppose like in the early days, like, yeah, the, the covers and stuff. Like when we go play mm. covers, he'd be like, oh, you got to play this Australian band song and blah, blah, yeah. blah, to, just to get the crowd going. Yeah. Um, all them common ones, um, fucking Jesse's Girl and um, some Jimmy Barnes. I fucking hell. Uh, I can't believe you played Jesse's Girl. Oh, uh, summer oh, of 69, dude. we beat that oh, one to death. Yeah. All right, all oh. them songs. <laughs> Oh, all the wow. all the crazy ones, because that's all they want to fucking hear, especially in um in WA. Holy shit! Oh, my if you don't Lord. Play, if you don't have that in your set, you're gone. Play <laughs> Eagle Rock and K-San, you bring the house down. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, all we've right. done that hard slog. Holy shit! I uh, bet you have. But um, but yeah, an Australian band, I really got to dig. Um that were doing something different and I love them all through high school and that was fucking um short stack. I thought they were really right cool. on. Yeah. I used to love them dudes. They were sick. Even today they've got some new music out and stuff. They're, that's they're killer. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's really cool. And like were you drawn to the, the you know the fact that they were like kind of in in many ways like you guys they were like a smaller band like smaller um member um band, yeah like three guys and they had a cool look going on and they just i don't know kind of total package material was that kind of yeah for, to them? yeah for sure like i never like especially in australia it's hard to find like a unique um doing that kind of thing so they look very glammy as well in the early days they had like mm. big hair and everything too and i was like yeah. Fuck, these dudes are awesome um yeah. yeah so i really got drawn to them um, there was another band. What were they called? The Galvatrons. They were pretty cool too. Oh my lord! Oh, yeah. The Galvatrons. They played the hard rock ones. Oh cool. Ah uh, yeah. Fun. Good fun guys. Actually, uh, what was the band? Uh, you know the Delta Rigs. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot, the singer, used to play drums in a band called uh, Braxton. Oh fuck! Have I? I've heard of them. Yeah, they're like total glam, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you would have loved them. They're great. Great. <laughs> Um, Big. dude, that, that's super cool, man. It's super cool that you, you, you love, you know, you got a, a very well-balanced guide of musical love. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And, and you're an endorsed drummer as well, which is even cooler. That, that helps, um, save a few pennies on buying cymbals and stuff. Yeah. Super blessed that it, it happened. Right. See the other thing, um, my people like, don't do the TV thing. Don't do that. Mm. And then bang, as, as soon as we left the TV, I had a meeting with, um, yeah, a representative who was, yeah, he was doing the distribution for Ludwig in Australia. And I'm like, holy fuck, because he saw mm. me on the TV and he said, shit, yeah. we need someone new. And, and um, yeah, I've been with him like five years later now. And um, that's awesome. They, they, um, when I first signed up with him, I, um, that's why I got the big kit. I got excited. I got the two big bass drums. And so, like, oh, choose your kit and what you want, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um playing pearl drums and yeah you know with all my influences that was always my big dream to have like a pearl or dw that kind of thing but then when yeah. Lucky come along i was like oh fuck yeah like um eric carr um oh, man. john bonham yeah. um the list goes on and yeah. i'm like holy shit i couldn't say no and yeah they've been great ever since yeah that's so cool man 
Yeah. I, I, I love that, man. That's, that's super cool. Uh, you know, that, that good things happen to good people like that. And that's, um, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, thanks man. I know I'm yeah. blessed. Hey, like it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. And because it's hard for them too, like in, in, you know, the day and age and stuff, like, especially when COVID happened and that, and for, for them to keep me on, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. What about the, um, sorry, I, I don't want to hold you up too much longer. No, it's all um, good. Oh, good, good. But like, uh, the recording process for you guys, I wanted to ask you real quickly about yeah. that because we live in a day and age where more and more bands are adapting the computer, you know, yeah, the, the kind of lazy recording method. Um, yeah you know, getting those Stephen Slate drum programs. Yeah. You know, all the, you know, the, basically the two minute noodle stuff that you can just chuck in a microwave and boom, hey, you got a drum sound. Yeah, exactly. There's your guitar solo. Um, where do you guys stand on like, you know, the, the feel of, I guess, more, your more recent experiences in the studio? Like, yeah. did, did you go for a more traditional approach to recording or did you emulate a little bit of, modern technology in there somewhere as well um we definitely kept it real this time around um real in the sense of and that's why we love working with um ricky ray he's um yeah he's incredible he said he really wanted to capture the essence of the band and the vibe and he's all about the vibe and he, he really wants to get like he wants to he wants to be able to feel and hear like the, what we're playing and how we're playing it in in the music so that's really cool so we've added, so it's almost like a raw, it's raw, but it's still fucking powerful, you know, like it's yeah, a raw, yeah. powerful, it captures the essence of the band. And we have added some, um, yeah, some definite, like some modern um, technology to it too, which kind of fills it out like some um, programming and that kind of nice. thing. So I'm really excited to hear um, everyone's approach on it. Like it's definitely like a mature, more heavier um direction we're going it still obviously has our essence in it like the melodic um everything but it's definitely yep. i think it's going to shock some people when we start releasing some music it's ex it's keen, exciting man. yeah i'm keen that's cool man um do, do you see so it's like uh, you know somewhere down the track like uh living a bit of a a dream of sorts and going to somewhere like la to record music oh for sure yeah, yeah. definitely we um we definitely want to do that, yeah. Um, Even just a single or a couple of songs or something with with a, I don't know, some a producer over there that, that digs what you're doing, man. I I, th I think that'd be crazy. Yeah, for sure. That's on the cards. <laughs> That's yeah, on the cards definitely. Yeah, I've spoken to a couple of couple of producers in LA, man, and it, I I don't know. I just there's something about there's something appealing about just that. I don't know. It's just that boyhood dream of just recording music in a in a, pl a place of magic as i like to yeah, call it yeah yeah mm, yeah it'd, it'd be a great feeling i reckon like yeah i yeah. can see you guys doing that for sure man well <laughs> um bro man freaking you got it all going on man it's it's, it's exciting <laughs> man yeah no, so, so do you dude it's awesome what you do as well i love what you do oh, as well. it's thank sick. you appreciate it man appreciate it but um, like, what uh, do you have any sort of um, goals for the rest of the year, or are you just gonna just ride the wave and have a good time? Um, we have a few things lined up. It could be potentially um heading back out with mm -hmm. um Peter Chris um awesome. towards the end of the year. 
um, he actually announced it on stage and at Creatures Fest. He's like, yeah, we're going to Japan. And I'm like, holy shit, all right. That's <laughs> awesome. I'll fucking pack my bags now. Um, <laughs> Have you been to Japan before? Never been. Oh, dude, you will lose your shit. That's going to be a big culture shock, I reckon. Oh, <laughs> man, absolutely. <laughs> it is. It, 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 yeah, you will, your mind will be blown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, yeah. Apart from that, we're excited to release some new music. We're in talks before we release it um yeah we've got the single and the video done we're just um nice. hopefully uh yeah we're in talks with a couple of labels hopefully we can um they can jump on board and help push it too so that would be awesome. really cool so we'll yeah. see what happens there and um yeah just riding the wave and see where it takes us i guess just release the new music i'm excited to, yeah yeah play some shows have some fun and just keep doing what you're doing dude. yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. Good sure. on you, man. Um, I got one last question for you. Yeah. Just in the off chance that some aspiring dreamer out there is listening. Yeah. Young or old, doesn't matter. And they're just thinking, man, this is freaking rad. Do you <laughs> have a piece of advice for for like someone that's a bit shy to pick up a set of drumsticks or you know yeah. or, or drawing or something something creative do you have a piece of advice that you would want to bestow upon them yeah i suppose <clears throat> definitely for someone that's up and coming and stuff you definitely it's cool to think outside of the box and um dream big um you know and you don't always need to follow don't need to follow the trends or follow what everyone else is is doing mm. you know like and fit into your lane and do what you want to do. And, and most of all, surround yourself with people that love you and believe in you. Cause I think that, um, that definitely will help you be inspired and, and yeah. Pursue your dreams. Yeah. I like that, man. <laughs> well said, man. Well said, Thanks, man. <laughs> I could, I could talk your ear off about LA for ages, but, um, bro, it's been freaking rad, man. It's been awesome. Thanks so much for the for chatting. That's been sick. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll have to do it again sometime, man. It'll yeah, for super sure. Super cool. Yeah. Um, all the best to you and the guys, man. You got great things coming up. The future looks bright. You got to wear the shades, as they say in a song somewhere. But uh, <laughs> Thanks, keep up. Yeah, keep up the good work, man. Will do. Will do. And Thanks, dude. Same with you. Same with you. Keep killing it. Thanks, bro. We will talk soon, and thanks, Bryce, for sharing your happy days, man. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Peace. All right, peace. Damn, that was a banger of an episode. Thank you so much to Bryce Moletto for taking the time to share his happy days with me. His band, Sisters Doll, these guys rule, man. Check them out. They're about to go on tour with uh, Crash Diet, one of my favorite bands to come out of Europe, man. They're amazing. And, uh, dude, if you're in Melbourne, check these guys out as they play their very popular Kiss set. Uh, Kiss from the 80s, to be precise. And uh, playing a lot of the Unmasked period material. Uh, as part of the prestigious Loudfest, proudly brought to you by my good pals at Silverback Touring. Shout out to Jordan, my man. You, you rock, dude. You are awesome. And... Uh, yeah, thanks again to Bryce for taking the time to share his happy days, man. What a dude, man. Seriously, what a dude. And um, this was hands down a very fun episode. I am so blessed and privileged to be able to do this show every week. And 
I'm loving talking to all these people, man. These people are amazing. I'm loving these stories, man. It's so inspiring and invigorating to my soul. I love it. So uh, if you want to hear some more stories, man, hit that subscribe button. Show me some love. You don't have to get your love gun out. Just show me some love, all right? And uh, let's keep the good times rolling, man, all right? And I'll say it again. This show is proudly brought to you by my very own Freak Productions. I make comic books. I write novels. I do this podcast. I also do two other podcasts, Rad and Freaky Friday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, check it out, man. It's super cool. Freaky Friday, my horror podcast with my pal Jake Reddy. And we also keep the good old shit talk going on Saturdays with Rad, where we get down and gritty with uh, all things pop culture, comic books, movies, music. It's no holds barred, baby. And uh, just like Michael Bolton, how am I supposed to live without you? So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into the show, man. You guys are in gals are amazing. And uh, I really appreciate the fact that everyone is taking the time to listen to the show. Please do leave a review, tell your friends about it, share the link, please. It really, really means a lot to me because, again, I'll, I said it at the start of the show and I say it every week, I, I'm not about wanting the sponsorship ads, getting paid or anything like that, man. Your support and hearing that people are getting inspired by the show, that's all the payment I need, man. So, uh, But hey, look. If we can uh, keep this thing rolling and, and get some uh, cool stuff happening, then I'm all for it, man. Let's do it, okay? But uh, till next time, guys, thanks again to Bryce for taking the time to, to be on the show. Thanks to you guys for taking the time to listen to this show. And uh, thanks for coming back. More importantly, if, if, you, if this is not your first time, man, thank you so much. You're awesome. Don't forget to check out Freak Productions, www.freekproductions.com. Why is it spelled with two E's? Well, because when you look up the word freak, it means too weird to be a freak. Till next time, team. My name's Jesse, and uh, I'm proud to be your host. And uh, I've been Jesse. You've been awesome. Till next we meet, my friends. Stay happy. Have a positive week. Stay positive. Fill it with positive thoughts. Go see, get aid a, a friend, even if it's someone you haven't spoken to for ages. And uh, give someone a hug, all right? All right, till next time, stay happy. <laughs>